Hello, and welcome to episode 8 of Sleep Startle, a podcast by me, Maya Carlton. Today, we'll be doing two separate episodes. This one will be the shorter, and then we'll also have a longer one after. So, I hope you enjoy. Darko. Airports are a can of sardines filling to the brim, ready to explode. Everyone is rushing, hurrying, to their next destination, and it's truly every man for himself. A grown adult will push a child to the ground if the loudspeaker overhead proclaims, Passenger 226, we are preparing to depart. You have one minute to get to the gate. Airports are a true frozen-over hell. Since the air conditioning is always on full blast to accommodate for the ever-flowing river of lifeless bodies, and Elizabeth was one of them. Elizabeth traveled a lot for work. She was used to the cold wasteland that was the airport. Almost every day, she'd get on another flight. She basically had the flight attendant script memorized. Please keep your seatbelt fastened. Life vests are under your seat. In case of an emergency, oxygen masks will help. Make sure to do yours before a child's. Once again, every man for himself. Flying was the only time human compassion truly flew out the emergency door at speeds of hundreds of miles per hour. She loathed children, and people that kept their lights on during red eyes, and smelly food, and feet, and loads of other things. She hated the airport, and she hated flying. Today was no different. Her heels clickety-clacked against the concrete hallways as she went in search of food. She walked aimlessly, not really caring where she ended up. Her flight didn't leave for two hours, so she might as well explore the terminal. It was long and narrow, with concrete columns creating entrances to the storefronts. The San Diego airport didn't mirror the beauty of the ocean before it, but harbored into an abysmal concrete mass. In the distance, she sees a flash of pink disappear behind one of the many large gray structs. She's puzzled and decides to find out what it was, an adventure in an otherwise droll world. She begins in that direction, Well, there's only two directions, towards security and towards the gates. The pink had gone towards security. She made it all the way to TSA checkpoint before feeling like a set of eyes were burning into her back. They saw right through her. They saw her soul. She spun on her heels, causing a large squeak against the linoleum, and found herself looking at a man in a pink bunny mask, approximately 30 feet away. This was indeed a mystery. How did he get through security with a mask on? Why would he wear it in an airport? It was February, nowhere near Halloween. These questions swirled through her mind, but she felt a wave of fear overcome her. So she looked away at once, and when she dared to look back, he was gone. Curiosity kills the cat, and Elizabeth was done being curious for the day. She settled on eating at a small taqueria, and would keep to it herself until she boarded her plane. She began walking towards the eatery again, but felt that sensation, like eyes boring through your head, wanting to use your eyes as their own. She looked back over her shoulder to find the man still thirty feet behind her. She picked up pace. Is he following her? She looked back again, and now he's closing distance, twenty feet, ten feet. How is he so fast? She ducks behind the column, safety, or so she thought. 
Elizabeth peeked from behind the column just for a second to see if he's still there, but she's confronted with the mask inches from her face. Her eyes find the void where someone's eyes should be, but it's only blackness, and she's falling into it. Her body is frozen and being thrown down a dark hallway with no end. She feels pins and needles on every inch of her skin, although that isn't the worst part. She can feel him, his presence. He's everywhere but nowhere. He's all around her. She wants to scream but cannot move. With every ounce of her body muscle, she jerkingly brings her hand to her face to pull open her mouth, but no scream escapes. The loud screech of a train stopping fills her ears. She's dying. This is death. This is what it feels like. She wakes to the sound of droning engines of an airplane. She's startled. The whole world has crumpled beneath her, but she's sitting on an intercontinental flight bound for San Diego. Even though she'd dreamt she was already there, she was in hell. She knew that for sure. Well, there you have it. Did you enjoy that one? I'm sure on your travels to and from Thanksgiving festivities, this one will really strike true for anyone having to take a plane. I apparently hate airports. I mean, I kind of know that they're very anxiety-provoking for me, large crowds and such. Um, This dream was one of the only dreams I've ever had where I experienced sleep paralysis. There are many people in this world who experience it a lot. Uh, My boyfriend is one of them who has it quite often. Um, But for me, this is the only time and most definitely the worst. Uh, The ending where, you know, it's like pulling your mouth open and just train screeching in the blackness. That's exactly what I experienced. Um, This one is actually pretty true to the exact dream that I had. And it seems odd, and I named it Darko because after I watched Donnie Darko, I realized how much this dream... I mean, was similar. I mean, it's not obviously the exact same story, and I had never seen Donnie Darko before this, um, but a demonic bunny, and it has to do with planes and a plane crash into their house. You know, it's a lot of weird coincidences for someone that had never seen Donnie Darko up until this point, and I didn't even make that connection until I finished writing the story. I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of like Donnie Darko. I should name it Darko. So I hope they don't copyright me. Um, I don't think the word Darko itself is probably copyrighted. Uh, I actually don't know how copyrights work with books. And if anyone knows about copyright law and books, please let me know. Um, But I haven't been doing this in all the episodes. I don't even know if people usually listen past the story or if they listen to my commentary. But if you do, follow me on social media at m.x.andra. I also have a YouTube channel, and that is the same at... Um, if you're interested in either of those things, sometimes I post videos, a lot of times I just post these stories. I also have a Patreon, um, it's at the Sleep Startle Podcast, uh, haven't been, I need to do a revamp of it, um, but I'm hoping that people will want to support me eventually. I hope to get new listeners all the time, and I hope you continue loving this.